I hope all of you had a wonderful, joyful, filling, thankful Thanksgiving. I sure did. I got to do double duty on Thursday, and I had a lunch and then a dinner Thanksgiving as well. So I am still feeling well fed. But aside from spending time with my family and doing the traditional Thanksgiving, I also got to spend Thanksgiving with James. And spending Thanksgiving with James was different. And I think James offers us a very nice compliment to our traditional celebration of Thanksgiving. We often give thanks for the bounty of the earth and the blessing of family and for God saving us. And for me, there's nothing wrong with just giving God thanks for the good gifts he has given us. But for myself, it feels sometimes like I just tack the last bit on because I know I should. Which is true. But that's the piece where James focuses us today. His gifts are good and perfect is the theme, the final theme of our Thanks Living series. And James says that the good and perfect gift of God for which we should give thanks is thanks living itself. Insofar as we live thanks, we give thanks. So, Let's consider these gifts a little bit more closely. The closest James gets to talking about rejoicing or giving thanks in his letter comes in verse 2 of chapter 1. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. The word that James uses here for mature and complete is the same one that he uses when he talks about God's gifts being perfect. It has the idea of something complete, Finished. Not half, but all the way. God wants to give us gifts that are in line with his nature. That are not halfway gifts. He doesn't want us to hear salvation, to hear the message of Christ for us, and to have it just be tacked on to our lives. He says that is not a complete gift. God wants to make that gift complete. And as we suffer and face trials in the world, 
God is working to give us that gift. To purify our hearts and to perfect our faith. So that our lives are in line with him and his nature. Maybe James would still include physical gifts. He for sure includes spiritual gifts. But let's look at what James says about physical things. The brother in humble circumstances ought to take pride in his high position. But the one who is rich should take pride in his low position. Because he will pass away like a flower. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. Its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich man will fade away even while he goes about his business. We are all rich by James' standards. And James gives us the warning that says, these things... They are not perfect gifts because they are not as God is. That table full of stuff, beautiful. James shows up to your Thanksgiving and he says, that stuff is going to disappear in a half an hour. That car, just rusting. The house just needs constant fixing. James wants us to see that all of these things testify to us the end. The end is coming and he wants us to be wise. So he directs our hearts and our eyes above and everything that comes from above must be as God is because he is complete and whole and perfect and eternal. And he wants us to be as well. James shares many, many of these same kinds of warnings in his letter. And it's always the contrast between variation, double-mindedness, things that do not endure versus those that do, those that are single, those that persevere, those things which do not change. And we see that in our text too. He says of God that... He is the father of lights who does not change like shifting shadows. The picture is terrestrial. What do we know? We know the light going across the sky. We know the change on the earth. We know things always in flux. But this is not how God is. He is the father of those lights. He is the source of light. He is the constant which makes all things possible. 
And the gifts that God wants to give are that way as well. But unfortunately, too often we know the wavering, the being tossed by the wind, the going back and forth between wanting to do good and not being able to carry it out. Just before the verses of our text today, James says this, Verses 13 to 15. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when his own evil desire, sorry, each one is tempted when by his own evil desire he is dragged away and enticed. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. This, unfortunately, we know very well. This progression, this change from the heart and mind that desire to do God's will and then the temptation and the sliding. These things are not from God. Nor are they his will for our lives. And thank God. That just as he is the perfect giver of perfect gifts. He does not give halfway gifts. With God a promise is as good as fulfillment. God cannot will and fail to accomplish. Just as surely as we know the giver is good and perfect, we know that that which he has given will be good and perfect. Verse 18 again. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. He chose to give us birth. God has given us birth through the blood of his son. And his desire is that we should be a first fruits of the earth. The choicest portion of all that God has created. The part that is sanctified and set a holy, set apart as holy for God's service. This is the purpose for which he has given us birth. God has given us faith and he wants to give us thanks living. He wants to bring that faith which he created us to completion. And while we fail to live that perfection, the reason that we can hope 
the reason that we can stand here today, the reason that we can move on to tomorrow, God willing, is because we know the God who has given the gift will bring it to completion. For the gift that shows us him best is the one who came down from above. The one who was good and perfect. Who persevered in all things. Who was the embodiment of the wisdom of God. Through whom he created all things. This one lived and died and rose for us and has given us his spirit that testifies. It is the guarantee that God will complete this work. He will grant us perseverance. He will give us the wisdom to see and number our days aright. To give us a heart of wisdom. To give us mouths which offer only pure praise. To give us hands and bodies that sow in peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. All these things... God will bring to completion so that at the end we may be as he is. And the whole world may know that God only gives good and perfect gifts. So let us seek to persevere, brothers and sisters. Let us seek the wisdom that is above and the things that are from above and not the things that are below. And let us give thanks primarily for those things as God brings them to fruition in our lives. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving us birth through your Son, Jesus. We thank you for the forgiveness of sins that meets us fresh every day and renews us and gives us the chance to live a life of thanks to you one more time. We pray that you would bring us to completion, God. Move us beyond the infant stage to maturity so that we may give you thanks and all may glory in your perfect and holy and good gifts which you have given to men. Guard and keep us in temptation. Give us strength in trials. And may we always do what pleases you. In the name of your Son, Jesus, our Lord, we pray boldly, knowing that you will do these things. Amen.